Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Elo Governor of the Podcast. And that it's so special, I'm I have nothing to come up with. So it's going to be like a shoe type thing. I don't know how long this is going to be. Uh, it's going to be probably longer than usual episodes because we're just going to shoot the shit because we don't have any topics. I just went into this thing blind because I just wanted to get this person on on here. And with, as always, I'm Abdullah, and with me today is a very special guest. How's everybody doing? My name is Bobby. Um, I, I represent Defending or Missing Heroes, uh, a small little thing I'm trying to get up and going. And I'm very, very appreciative to be on the podcast. Very appreciative. And this is like, what, your second or third podcast doing? Second. I'm not a real, like, uh, computer guy. I Naturally, uh, uh, technology, and I tend to not get along. So I, I stay as far away from it as possible. But... The more I do with this other thing, the more I have to get involved with it, and uh, so far, so good, but I'm sure the meltdown, the tech, you know, the EMP-type situation is definitely coming, just from my involvement. No, that's that's really interesting, and, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for, like, what, 14 episodes and a couple interviews, so... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not anything new to, to the podcast. I mean, it's really easy. It's not. It's not that hard. It just depends on whether or not Skype wants to be a bitch or not, which right. is, which is quite a, quite a pain. And and usually, I went. It, it was a nightmare getting this thing up because I was just like trying to look for someone to do this thing with me, and then I had someone do it with me, and that person turned out to be lying about their age. Oh really? And, uh, yeah, and uh, that that got into a whole controversy, and that I had to kick that person off. And then I just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get Xavier to do this because you know, fuck it." <laughs> yeah, I like I like Xavier. He's a funny guy. He's yeah, got a lot of money. He's got possibly more money than sense, but I like him a lot. Oh, he's a, he's a very uh, clever individual, and uh, unfortunately, he's not with us today because um, he can only he can only record the episodes he can only record the episodes on Monday, and right. you know, right, right, right. that that's kind of the thing, and. Yeah, um, and and I wanted to get Bobby on the show because I said I listened to to him on Good Morning Cybertron. And I was right. like, wow, this is a really interesting uh, person to talk to. Yeah. I wonder, like, well, what I hope is I live up to expectations, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like, wow, you know, this guy's really uh, smart and all that shit. And uh, I was wondering if you know, he could be on the show and all that stuff, and I talked to Xavier about it, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you should get you get him on, get him on, and and we were going to do it at, at like, a, um, you know, you were free on, on a Monday, but the thing was, I was um, I was on vacation at the time, I right. was traveling, I wasn't in the country at the time, so I just said, I, I just said to myself, you know what, um, I'm going to get this guy on the show sooner or later, and, uh, you know, I was like, you know, maybe this, maybe this Monday, but unfortunately, something has come up. And yeah, yeah, that's and that's my fault. I take responsibility for that, hundred percent. This past Monday. No, no, so. no, it's okay because I'm, I, I do interviews on the show as well, and I, and I understand like how a pain in the ass it is to get guests on here, and but you know, I, I've gotten like three voice actors nice. under my, under my belt. So there you go. Very nice. Yeah, I, I, my my job doesn't have a very like you know it's not a nine to five type of job. So between that and then you know I got a you know wife and kid and all that kind of stuff. And my wife's actually pregnant, so you know it's, everything is a little bit more more complicated these days. But usually I'm good. This is just a rare occurrence. 
So what, what, tell us more about uh, defending our myths and, and heroes. Um, basically, I, I've, I've been drawing, you know, pretty much my whole life, you know, since like I remember, I remember in the lunchroom, um, you know, trying to sell drawings of Sonic the Hedgehog for a dime, you know, and uh, and not having a whole lot of luck. So I've been drawing forever and um, never really tried to pursue it professionally, and I'm still really not, but um, I enjoy doing it, and I've I've gotten, you know, better over the years, and uh, it was just one of those things where, where people were constantly telling me, like, you should do it, you should do it, you know, and I was like, well, you know, if, if I have a, if a vision or, or something that I really want to do with it, so I was talking to a, um, a buddy of mine, he's actually a partner with me on DMH, and uh, and his name is Adam, and I was talking to him about it, and we basically decided to, to, to do it, and it would be uh, twofold. The first part of it is... Um, is preserving the image of these pop icons like these, uh, you know, the, the, the G1 Transformers and GI Joe and, and Batman and Superman and characters that are, you know, have either lasted the test of time or seem to be lasting the test of time. Um, you know, fictional characters, but in a, in a lot of ways, you know, more real than any of us will ever be because, you know, nobody's going to remember me in, in 50 years, but Batman will still be Batman. You know? No, I mean it, it, that's I kind that's kind of false because I think that um, it depends on your accomplishments as a person. If you end up accomplishing something that's really amazing, people will remember you. Like I, you know, a lot of people. Um, I, I I don't want to like change the subject here, mm -hmm. but uh, because because this was like a, a thing that recently happened, and I want to talk about it was. Uh, death of uh, William Moody, um, who, who pro wrestling fans know was um, Paul Bearer. Mm -hmm. He was um, very a very nice man, very wonderful person in real life. Um, fortunately, passed away uh, March fifth, and he, you know, he's going to be remembered for for his un for the uh, managing the Undertaker, and and just if it wasn't for him, I don't think that the Undertaker would have been as big as he ha he has been. Right, because yeah, and and you know, God bless the guy, and and sure. I hope that uh, you know that that in and, and it's amazing, really. Like you know, if you know, it it really depends on on what what a person does in, in life, and you know, if if something, if it matters to if if like at least one person, like here's my here's my view. If at least one person listens to this podcast, I'm happy. Right, because that's that, but is that because that says to me that uh, you're taking the time off to listen to me talk about shit that no one cares about but myself, and right. uh, that's that's really grateful. And especially I I, I did this I did this interview with uh, Paul Eiding, who's a good uh, huge uh, friend, a good friend of mine, and he's uh, the voice of G1 Perceptor, and he he didn't he did it as a favor, like he's like you know what, Paul, do you want to do you want like you know come on the show and all that? Yeah, 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 and. What happened was, I think the greatest thing that I've ever done in my life, which is just having, to, having you know, the opportunity to talk to him via Skype for two hours straight about just just his career and and his views and all that stuff. And you know, we shot the shit, and it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad that it, that more than like one person listened to it because it means a lot to me. Right? No, no, and, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm not suggesting to take anything away from that. I, I just mean and. You know, in the sense of like a lot of people that that don't understand the culture, you know, will, will downplay these characters as like as like well, I mean, like you know, they don't matter. It's just you know they're fictional characters, and it's like yes, you know, they are definitely fictional characters, but at the same time, um, they're going to outlive all of us. 
you know, and, and, and that was the image that we're trying to preserve, the, the, the rightful image, you know, the, you know, to, to fight against stuff like uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being aliens by Michael Bay, stuff like that, that we feel like is, is not the preservation of the character. I don't think that's I don't think that's like the worst thing that could happen to to that franchise. To be honest, have you seen the fucking anime? Well, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Trust me, trust me, trust me. There's plenty that can go wrong, but I'm just using that as an example. I'm just using that as an example. So every time I'm not I'm not really going to judge the movie until like I see a trailer or something. I I think it's been I think it's been xed eighty sixth. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they say it's like in, in 2014, but I mean, yeah, it's still in pre-production, and 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 you know, Michael Bay is just producing it, so I'm not I'm not gonna go. Oh, you know, it's gonna be like explosions and shit. No, he's he's just a producer. He's not directing it, so I don't know why people are just so bitching about it. Well, probably because he's he's generally makes shit films. Probably, that's probably why why people are bitching about it, especially for people that are. I, I, I disagree with that. I mean, The Rock and. Uh, and Bad Boys, I think, are great movies. Bad Boys is a, a great movie. Like Shawshank Redemption is a great movie, and you think Bad Boys is a great movie? Not, not in the sense that you know it's like great. I wouldn't use great. I would say like a good, you know, dumb action movie. And I think that's what he, that's what he's best at. Right, and that's all fine and dandy, except when that, you know, quote unquote, as you said, dumb action movie starts to adopt things that actually have you know, a certain amount of mythology to them, you know, and that's, that's when, that's when Well, honestly, they were, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have been bastardized ever since the 1980s, 1980s cartoon, because if you read the original comics, they were nothing like uh, the, the cartoon. I remember the, one of the creators fucking hating the, the, 80s, car, the 80s cartoon because it was different than but, what he... And yet, and yet that doesn't make it right. Like, just because it's been bastardized by other people doesn't mean that it should be okay for anyone to bastardize it. It's kind of our point. No. Okay. Like, it's it shouldn't be okay for, for Batman to get over his parents' death. You know what I mean? Like, things that are true to the character, things that define what the character is, people that don't understand it and don't respect it shouldn't be able to trample all over it for the sake of putting it on a Pepsi can. It's kind of where we're coming from. Uh, cough, cough. Any any Marvel movie that's been out for the couple past couple of years, right? So, so w- w- half of that is is to that, and then the other half is uh, both both my partner and I work in the public service field, and um, we want to to contribute to the modern day heroes. So it's preserving the modern day myths, like because we kind of feel like the you know the Supermans, the Batmans, the, the, the Optimus Primes are kind of the King Arthur's of our generation. So half of it is preserving the myths, and the other half is defending the heroes. So our modern-day heroes, our police, our fire, our uh, military personnel, uh, educators, medical staff, you know, within reason, um, you know, we want to we contribute to that. So any, every year we're going to take a portion of our proceeds and donate it to, um, to, to a particular foundation. For instance, this year I just finished negotiations with uh, National Fallen Firefighters Foundation – and we will be making a contribution to them, you know, with the 2013 uh, profits. Well, that's that's a good cause, and it's not that it's nice to see people um, on the internet doing a good cause as opposed to just like keeping the fucking money to themselves and buying stupid shit that they don't need. Right. Which I feel like it's a problem with our society. You have you see these uh, artists on DeviantArt charging way too much money, and I'm wondering to myself, 
where does that money go when once you get it? Yeah, it's probably I just, going, going. I just recently probably, did a, a Transformers commission that like um, it took me uh, about thirty three hours and. Anyway, I, I ended up breaking down like what I what I charged for it and and you know what I made and I ended up making like three bucks an hour. <laughs> but but you know but but the fact that like you know we're, we're just trying to 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 kind of get the name out and we're trying to uh, build a reputation and and build relationships with a lot of these foundations, you know it it it's all it all evens out for us. Um, no, that's that's a good cause. As opposed, I mean, as opposed to just like doing. Doing commissions because you're low on money or some right, some right. crap like that. Yeah, no, we're both good. We're both secure. So you know, this is just this is just extra stuff. Some of it, of course, will go. You know, some of it pays for our overhead. You know, with supplies and stuff, and some of it pays. You know, we'll probably pay for our our plastic addictions. You know, but uh, aside from that, you know, it pretty much goes right back in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, gotta. Gotta have money. Money is what makes the world go around. Yeah. So I mean, so far it's been you know like I've never charged a dime for anything I've drawn, and you know I'm, I was always the guy that people came to for you know the tattoos. Um, you know, hey man, I want to get a tattoo. Like, can you whip me up something? And I'm like, yeah. So you know, I'm doing this so much, and and now I'm coloring so much. I'm, I'm digitally coloring, and and it's just it's it's becoming so time consuming. Um, that I'm starting to you know I'm starting to hear a little bit about it at home, and. Uh, so to have like something to actually do it for kind of helps lighten the burden a bit. I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know it's it's a good hobby, I guess. You know, I mean, yeah, as, long as, as long as long as people are paying you to do something you love, then, right? You know, it's not it's no big deal, I guess. Right. But you know, unless the person's a complete another jerk, a complete another asshole, and you know, gives you a deadline and all that shit, and you know, constantly keeps bugging you about it, then you know, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I try to, um, you know, I, I try to, uh, to you know, be good, you know, just a you know, a good person. You know what I mean? Like, so when when I'm contacted, I'm you know, I'm I'm very humble. I'm very I'm I'm a very appreciative of anyone even checking out the page. Uh, like we have a Facebook page and an Instagram and all that. If you search. You know, defending our myths and heroes on either of those, it'll definitely pop up. And you know, we're getting the you know all the other social networks and trying to come up with different ways to market it. You know, to, to help raise some more money. But anybody that's ever approached me, uh, you know, because I've approached artists in the past, and you know, you, you meet these guys, and you know, they're prima donnas or they're you know they're, they're just, <laughs> Tom Preston. You know, that's I've, all. <laughs> I've been to. Uh, I was at Celebration Three. Um, you know, and and like Billy D. Williams, like wouldn't take his sunglasses off, like it was just like dumb shit like that, like Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't get me started. I was at Comic Con uh, '09, and Mark Hamill was charging one hundred dollars for his autograph, and I really wanted to go up to him and say, "You're charging one hundred dollars for your autograph when you haven't been in a live action movie since Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back." Right. Yeah, that makes so much sense, right? Right. So you know, I, I remember, you know, and. So I always try to be very, very, very approachable, very human about it, as opposed to like I'm nobody special, man. I'm just a regular guy. A regular guy, but you know that's why that's why you know I, I you know that's why that's uh, aren't we all just regular guys just doing what we love? I mean, I do Hopefully. this podcast because 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 I I love doing it. I'm not charging people. I'm not 
I'm not telling people that I'm not charging them money to, to listen to this. They can listen to this uh, off their free will, and I do interviews with people because I respect them as uh, as voice actors, and I want to you know do interviews with them. I want to like talk to them. I mean, I have a passion for voice acting, and I I love animation. I know my animation history. I love it, and I mean, I'm working on a web comic. I've written like what four or five s- short scripts of of comics and I'm nice. I'm trying I'm trying to get that project off the ground and you know it's it's been a lot of work this year and I mean but I but like I said if at least one one person right. sees my work I'm happy I'm happy so speaking of comics man if there's anything that needs to go through a renaissance these days it's definitely comics oh god started yeah I really feel like uh, if anything could need like a a serious, serious makeover is the comic industry. And I, I love the comic industry, dude. Like, I, I, I love, like, you know, I, th- I think it's, like, one of the few, like, you know, people that know comics and know the conventions and know the, the business, like, you know, know that, like, it's one of the last, you know, businesses where, like, you know, people are still trying to do good, you know, outside of just, you know, the the, the profits, you know. And, uh... No, no, but but, like, nowadays it's just become so commercial and... So so one of the mill that I that good writers have been ch- churning uh, churning out mediocre crap that they shouldn't be churning out mediocre crap they should be writing good stuff I mean I don't know what what's going on in the mainstream comics because it's that's not the same anymore Yeah well I feel like uh you know one of the biggest letdowns at least for me and you know a lot of people that I, I talk to regularly, it's like you know the DC reboot has has not, hasn't really lived up to any kind of expectation of being anything really remotely noteworthy. And um, but I will give I will give DC credit. I mean, at least they're trying to get new readers, and they remember that they're a comic company as opposed to Marvel, which has just pretty much thrown their hands up in the air and say saying we just don't give a shit about about what we're writing anymore. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm actually more of a DC guy, you know, than a Marvel guy. I kind of feel like Marvel is is where people start out, and you kind of have to grow into DC. But uh, it's just it's just this this reboot. Like I, it's just you know I, I've read and I haven't read it all. You know, but I've read like the Batman stuff. I can, I can I can recommend like good stuff. I mean, Batwoman is fucking great. I mean, if you haven't read Batwoman, then what's wrong with you? <laughs> is it? I, I read like uh, the 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 three or four different Batman books they got. And I read the first arc of all those. I read the Action Comics arc, which wasn't bad. Um, I read the Green Lantern arc, which wasn't bad. But I kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of not bad stuff to me that I've read. I haven't read the bad one. I haven't read the bad one. I, I usually only read in trade form. so I kinda... Yeah, same, same, same here. Like, if you haven't picked up Volume 1, pick it up. It's really good. I know I'll check it out. Tonight. I just I just was really happy with it. I mean, it's one of those few books that I was just rant, raving about how good it was and how amazing the artwork is and how much I love uh, Batwoman as a character because she's just so different to to what Batman is and and I love that. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. You know, they you got to be cool to to exist uh, in, in that little pocket of the DC universe. You know, it's hard to make yeah, a character it's, just it's that just, cool. It's just and it just shows like I mean I I I fucking hate people that um that that bitch about a character's sexual orientation where it's like oh but I remember they were talking about doing like the new they were they were trying to make the new ultimate Spider-Man gay and everyone was slipping their shit and all that stuff but no one has a problem with uh Batwoman being gay so just so fucking stupid yeah i mean it doesn't you know it doesn't matter 
Uh, but uh, as long as it fits the character, as long as it's something that's not done for the sake of doing it, you know what I mean? But yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'm that way with anything, you know, it doesn't have to be sexual orientation. It could be, you know, hairstyle, you know, like if it's done for the sake of doing it, as opposed to something that represents that character, then why the fuck are you doing it? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's pretty much Marvel's new, uh, Marvel's new, uh, quota. It should be, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I read like, uh, you know, about the Spider-Man and the Doc Ock and, and that whole bit of business oh, and that right. sounds r- ridiculous uh, and... It's like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, if you're... I hate people who just shat on their DC re- reboot, calling it a betrayal, even though that they nev- that they probably never read a single comic out of that out of that thing. But everyone's okay with, with Superior Spider-Man, which I will, I will say it right now, pretty much takes what makes Spider-Man such a great character and just sh- puts it to shreds. And yeah. just says, fuck it, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And, I, and don't get me wrong, like, I, I, I wasn't against the DC reboot. I was kind of excited about it. However, I will say that I think that one of the things about DC that, that makes it so interesting is its, its, its respect for its own continuity. Um, yeah, there's but, a lot of respect for it. Yeah, but rebooting that, you know, it kind of like, you know, starting over. So, uh, but I was I wasn't against it. I just I just haven't read a, a great story arc from it since. Like I'm waiting for like a, a you know, like I think like in, you know I need another long Halloween. I need a, like I need like a classic piece of work, you know. And I'm just I'm just don't feel like I'm getting it. And that's the thing. I mean, because like a lot a lot of the new new um, new stuff is just so um, so they're so restrictive about it. I guess. I don't know how the company works. I don't know how DC or Marvel works. Right. I know that they're they're very protect, protective protective when it comes to uh, the writing and right. where the story should go and all that stuff. And it's it's a nightmare getting what you want well, like, out there on the on the stands. You know, I loved uh, you know I loved most of the stuff that Jeff Johns did with Green Lantern. You know, I, I, I and then when Jeff Johns started like dipping into the Flash, I, I was loving what he was doing there. And then it was like all this interest that I had just built up into a, uh, into a reboot. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like they were getting me, like, I, I felt like they were getting me ready for like, you know, some, you know, huge type of book and, or, or story arc or new level of, of interest. And, and then it ended up being a reboot. And then the reboot for the most part has been lackluster for me and from, you know, my own personal experience. And, and I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm going to read this, Death in the Family, when all those trades are out, you know, I'll give that a shot because there's a lot of hype and buzz about it, but I don't know. No, I mean, I, I so far I'm, I've read more good than bad from the reboots. Really? So I, there's, there's, not, there's not been a, a comic that I really think was, like, so fucking bad I couldn't stand it. Well, I'll tell you which and one yeah. didn't do it for me was the one with, uh, you know, I'm not sure which, I get all the Batman books confused, right? Because, you, you know, it's a lucrative character, so they, they make 18 books out of it, you know, obviously. But but the one where the, uh, you know, the, the, the owl cult, you know, like, and it's on the 13th floor or whatever of that building and of all these different buildings in Gotham. And it's just like, dude, like, so this shit has been around forever. And Batman just has had no idea. Like, well, it's much more—it's much more plausible than fucking 
what Morrison did with the character back during that uh, Batman R.I.P. storyline. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Christ, that was awful. Yeah, that was bad. Weapons-grade crystal meth, my God. And I feel like I feel like Graham Morrison is like, you know, I'm, I'm not taking away anything that he's done, but, you know, I, I talked a lot about this with my buddy, but, you know, I feel like he's kind of, it's either A, he's going off the deep end, B, he's gotten to a point where he's like, you know, the more convoluted it becomes, the better it is. Which I totally disagree with. You know, just I, I, I don't. I don't think he was ever sane to begin with. Because you read all his old stuff, it's still pr- pretty batshit insane. That, that that just comes out of nowhere, especially. Sure, but batshit insane that's good and batshit insane that doesn't make any sense to me is two different things. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love his Animal Man. Animal Man is a country right. classic, right. in my opinion. Uh, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, Arkham Asylum. Like, yeah, I, I you know, like, there's, he's he's touched a lot of great books. Oh, I love oh fucking Arkham Asylum. I think that book's perfect. That that's one of those few books that I can just say it's perfect. Right. There's there's no flaws in it. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. Period. But you know, it's like that was like crazy Morrison. That was awesome, but now we have Crazy Morrison that doesn't make any sense. It's like it's it's like you know the, the more confusing it is, the better it is. It's like kind of yeah, so especially especially with Batman Inc. I think that was the oh, last thing I read from him. Like it was it started out really interesting with this concept, and then it just went off the deep end, and just I was like, you're not even trying anymore, are you, Grant? You know, so uh, so like yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I definitely agree with you. But at the same time, I feel like you know like. That's the wrong like saying like well it's not as bad as this is like the wrong way to approach it. The way to approach it is saying it's still not good enough. Like it's it's like saying yeah. well, you know Obama Obama's made these mistakes but they're not as bad as Bush's mistakes. Well, it's like well they're still fucking mistakes. We're trying to correct mistakes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, 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 I'm mean, I'm not saying that the book's like not flawed. It is flawed, but honestly um, I still think it's a good book. I'm not great. I wish it, I could call it great, but it's just good. That's what it is, okay. sadly. I just, um, you know, I just, you just the dude just a story that a big part of what like of what I love about Batman is like is like you know you, you, he's like the guy you can't slip one past. You know what I mean? You can't pull a prank on him. <laughs> and, and, and and like and and then in this book is. It's like, you know, well, there's this shit that's been going on forever, and he has no fucking clue. You know, I, I, that's not that's not the Batman I know. The Batman I know would have been onto that shit. I, I've noticed, like, a trend with most Batman writers nowadays where it's always, like, this giant conspiracy that's been going on for a while. He's <laughs> just found, about, found out about it, and then he gets mixed up with, with this cult, and it's just like, you're just reharshing it. I mean, I've seen this done so many fucking times already. Give me something new. Right. Yeah. Like, I loved, I love what they did with Mr. Freeze. I'd like to see more of him, please. You know, I think that there's probably, like, a bit of, like, uh, intimidation when you take over a character like that. Like, Batman or Superman or, you know, like, Wonder Woman. And it's like, it's like, oh, please don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck this up. <laughs> you know, and then you end up fucking it up because you're too scared to not fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not even gonna. Don't get me started on fucking Liefeld. Without hiring him, I think was the biggest disgusting mistake that DC could ever do. I saw this picture on uh, online one time. It was like an exaggerated Photoshop view of Captain America, like the movie, the movie version. And but it was like it was as if Liefeld had drawn him, and they like exaggerated his body to like fit the Liefeld, you know, character mold. You know, his chest is like the size of, you know, Empire State Building. His head is like, you know, it was just funny as shit. 
Yeah, just just that man cannot fucking draw, and he's just a fucking asshole behind the scenes anyway. So well, he was part of that whole. You know, I think the thing is with him is is that you know, for one, he was so young when he got started, and I think a lot of people he sold a lot of people wolf tickets. You know, where like people were like, "Man, this guy's gonna be the future." He's so young and he's already really good, and then it's like it just never progressed. It's like it reached a level and like he plateaued way early. Like his stuff that he's doing now, the coloring looks better because the coloring process is better. But the drawing does. But his artwork is, is his artwork is still fucking awful. He can't like. Someone please explain to him how anatomy works because I don't think it works like the way he thinks it does. Like he's just it, it just it, what he has done from twenty years ago to what he's doing now, it's like it's stagnant. It really is, and I and I swear to God, I will say this. Having him be the writer on Deathstroke was the biggest fucking mistake you could have done. Because I love Deathstroke, and to me, that is a fucking insult as a a fan. As a fan of the character, I was happy that he got his own miniseries. I was happy that he was finally getting his time in the spotlight. And the first eight issues are really good. And then after that, Liefeld comes along, and he fucks up everything. You know what uh, artist is, like, one of my favorite comic artists of all time? And, and like, you know, I, I don't know anything about him personally, you know, so he may be the biggest doucher ever. But uh, one of my favorite comic artists of all time, and, like, he just he, he has a hard time getting gigs, I think, because of the amount of time he spends. Is, uh Travis Cheris or Chere or whatever. I'm not clear on the pronunciation of his last name. C-H-A-R-E-S-T. He did, uh, he took over Wildcats for a while. He's done, like, pinup stuff for X-Men and Captain America recently. You familiar with this guy? I think I've seen some of his work online. He's pretty phenomenal, man. And, like, his attention to detail is, is, is out of control. But, it, it, like, it, a lot of times when he gets hired for a book, you know, the book has to come out bi-monthly because he's just not fast. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's the, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. If you're going to be a comic book artist, like you have to get the shit done fast, yep. and I mean fast. And uh, as a result, I think uh, you know we, we lose out on some really great artwork, but you know it's just cost of doing business, I suppose. And uh, you know, I mean, it's just. Uh, what are your thoughts that, on uh, you know speaking of comic books in, in Hollywood? What are your thoughts on? Uh, this, these rumors of DC approaching Christopher Nolan. Uh, they're just rumors, and, and until I, like I said, my mentality is until I see a trailer or anything like that, I, I can't. I'm not going to say anything. Gotcha. Because, because that's my mentality. I'm sorry. I'm that. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Until I see something, I can't judge it. Right. Like, right. I can judge. I can. I can judge uh, Scott Snyder, uh, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Superman movie because I've seen the trailer, and honestly, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It looks- Awesome to me. I'm I'm already sold on it. I think. Although I hate I hate the fucking design for Zod. I don't think he should have worn that much fucking armor and shit. Looks stupid. I, I gotta see. I gotta see it more within the context. I think before I I trust in Nolan. You know, like I would get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I love Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Trust. I love I love uh, I love Christopher Nolan. Fuck what anybody says. I wish it, I wish it was on our currency. Trust in Nolan. <laughs> Yeah, I love Christopher Nolan because I love his Batman movies. While they might not be perfect, they're still 
probably the closest thing we're ever going to get to a to a perfect to, comic book film. I, yeah, yep, I totally agree. I mean, I, you know, the stuff that he's done outside of that has been good. Memento and you know, uh, Inception and it was another one that he did that was that was really great for me, but not the magician movie, but. No, oh, the cloning machine. Yeah, not, 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 was, not that one. I was not like, did, did Grant Morrison write this? Because I feel like there's something from Grant Morrison's book where it's like, cloning machine. But the dude obviously knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I hope, I, I, I'm optimistic with anything that he's, his name has evolved. Oh, yeah, I, I, I really like, I mean, I'll... I'll say it, you know, I know a lot of people are like, Dark Knight Rises was disappointing, and, and it's far from a perfect film, but honestly, I enjoyed it. I, I, liked it. I think it's, I think it's, it's, you know, it's a different type of movie. And, you know, the other problem with Batman films is that, like, you could make one million Batman films. One million. And the one of the one million that has the Joker in it is going to be the best compared to the other nine. No, I, I, I think, you know what I, mean? I, I think, no, no, I think it's insulting to to say that the best thing about Dark the Dark Knight was the Joker. I think I disagree I'm with not, that. I'm I, not saying that. I'm not saying it's the best thing about it. I'm just saying that the Batman movie with the Joker in it is always going to be the best of the collection. And the reason why is because the dynamic between that those two characters is just unparalleled. Yeah, I know. So it, it's not it's not the the it's, it's because of the Joker that's great. No, it's because of 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 the relationship between the two, you know, the, 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 the dynamic. So yeah, it's just, it's always going to be that way. But I think it's just a, di- I think Dark Knight Rises is a different type of movie. And it's, I think all three of those Batman movies are perfect. They're just very different from one another. Yeah, they really are different. And honestly, I'm, I'm glad that he, that Nolan took chances with the property as opposed to just, uh, doing it by the numbers. And, doing his own thing and if you don't like that then you know fuck you <laughs> you know you don't you, you, I'd like to see you make a good Batman movie <laughs> right 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 and that's you know keep Hollywood happy and which I'm sure is a, a fight in, 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 in and of itself yeah that that's a nice I, I remember he had to fight really hard to say I'm not making Dark Knight uh, Rises in 3D I'm not doing that that's a stupid gimmick I'm not doing that Just I'm just gonna do it for IMAX and that's yep. it I love it Love that. I hate 3D, dude. I hate it. Oh, dude, I refused. I refused to to go to see any movie in 3D. It's just I refuse. That's that's like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm the, I'm that guy. I'm I'm that guy who just says fuck 3D. I'll just watch it. In, I'll just watch it in 2D. I don't need 3D. It's a gimmick. It's stupid. Yeah. And it's really and it really is insulting because I'm 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 already wearing glasses as it is. That's my life. I mean, I've been I've right. born I've been born with terrible vision and you're telling me I need to, to, to wear another pair of glasses just to enjoy a movie? Fuck off. Yeah, it's so gimmicky, you know, and it's so like, it's just, they're going to keep attaching bells and whistles to it, you know, and, and and on on the basis of selling it as opposed to its own strength. You know, it's just not for me. And I don't want to wear a fucking accessory when I go see a movie. Like, I don't want to, I don't want luggage. I just want to go in and chill the fuck out. I don't need like, uh, you know, glasses and then, you know, you know what's next? You know, you, you magnification for your eardrums, and I, I just leave me the fuck alone, man. I just want to sit and watch a movie. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things that's like, yeah, remember that shit from the '80s that we tried pushing that that it didn't work. Now we can do it again because we have the technology. The technology is better than than the than the previous era, and it's just like, yeah, the technology is better, and I'm in the 3D. 
uh, looks better than than the 3D back from back from the 80s, but still, just because you could have 3D in a movie doesn't mean you should. Should, yeah, absolutely. It's just goofy. It's goofy to me. Goofy, goofy. It's like, oh my god, I can almost touch this shit. Oh fuck off! This right, is... right, 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 right. Yes. And then, like, it's so obvious, you know what I mean? Like, like, like when they get, like, a sword, they, like, point the sword at the camera. Like, it just, just snaps me out of the movie. Like, you know, now when I watch the 2D versions of the 3D movies, I'm like, oh, well, that was obviously put in there for 3D. You know, like, it, <laughs> oh, it, God, it, yes. it, it ruins it for me a little bit. So, yeah, so another reason why I'm, I'm fucking pissed off that G.I. Joe got delayed because of 3D. Uh, that was just horrendous. I have a, um, I was actually, I just watched, the, uh, it's funny you mentioned G.I. Joe, because I just, I, I recently did this Dreadnoughts picture, and um, I, I've been wanting to do the Dreadnoughts for some time, and I wanted them to make make them look like, you know, Sons of Anarchy, right? That was like my goal. And uh, so anyway, I was, I was every time I do like a, a different piece or whatever, like I always try to enrich myself, you know, in the culture while I'm doing it to kind of put me in the right frame of mind, right? So I'm watching these old, uh, I'm watching all the old episodes, got them on DVD, and uh, it was just amazing to me, like, how, like, you know, silly some of it is, like, like, the, uh, like, but there's there's some cool stuff, like, some really cool stuff in there, like, you know, like, the whole, like, Arise, the Pintor's Arise, is like, a pretty good story arc for its time. But then, no, I, I never, I never really liked Sepentor. I, I felt that he was a massive shark jump, and I lost interest after that. But it's a, it's a, it's a pretty like sophisticated storyline for an '80s cartoon of like, you know, like capturing all this DNA and, and cloning this human being. Like, it's a pretty, pretty cool idea for a kids' cartoon in 1985. And then the movie happened, right? Where it's like Cobra La, and then. Yeah, and then Cobra Commander's origin. I'm like, wow, you you took the awesomeness of Cobra Commander and you just ruined him in one scene. Fuck off. But even like uh, prior to the movie, like you'll see, like like just me watching it recently, like I see how much like is unknown about certain shit. You know, what I mean? like like they just no, no, they put computers. I, I, like computers I, I, become like the the excuse and the reason for everything. You know, like they're like they're like, oh, how did you find that? Oh, well, I found it with computers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like the science, like the technology wasn't really massive yet, so they were just putting everything on computer. Oh god! I mean, because it's so eighties. I right. remember like the Cold Slither episode, and he's like, and Destro talks to the Baroness, and he's like, "How much are we paying these guys?" And they're like, "We're paying them five dollars." Five dollars? That's way too much. And I was like, Dude, are you shitting me? This is like the cheapest band in the world. Right, right, right. Yeah, but um, you you, you know, like I, I'm trying to like watch it with like a critical eye. You know, and, and separate myself from it. Like the Cobra Law thing. You know what I think is interesting about it? I'm not saying it's it's, it's it was the right choice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was the right choice. But what's interesting about it is it kind of took Cobra from a, a from like a an, a an army, like an armed force, to a cult. Yeah, and that's why I really hated hated about it. It just it's like. You took. It's in the fucking theme song. A terrorist organization by the name of right, Cobra. Right, right, they're right. They're no longer a terrorist organization. Now they're just a cult. And like, what is their motivation? What is Cobra's motivation? I don't know. You just get together and you're like, hey, let's do some bad stuff for bad reasons. And they're like, all right, I'm in. 
Let's have a gladiator pitch. Hey, man. We're going to do some imagine. evil shit. You in? Fuck no, yeah, no. man. I've been waiting all day to do some evil shit. No, no, no. I, I, I can imagine Cobra Commander going up to Destro saying, Destro, dude, I got this like great idea. We're going to build this giant Thunderdome in the Cobra Lair, and it's going to be fucking awesome. We're going to get, we're going to capture G.I. Joe's, and we're going to put him in there. We're going to have him fight all our, all our, all our, all our grunts and shit, and it's going to be funny. And they pretty much <laughs> only end up, like, 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 it's like this global terrorist organization, but they only really end up beefing with America's special forces. Like, the rest of the world just kind of turns a blind eye. It's kind of bullshit, too. Hey man, you don't want to fuck with uh, Sea Spray. No, no, not Sea Spray. What's what's the guy's name? Uh, fuck, forgot the the guy with the parrot. Shipwreck. Name. Shipwreck. Shipwreck. You don't want to fuck with Shipwreck, okay? You <laughs> oh, don't want to. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of bullshit. That the rest of the world kind of turns a blind eye, and like, we're the only ones that have to deal with it. I <laughs> <laughs> right, I want I want I want that scene with Duke Ghost in United Nations and says. Yeah, where were you motherfuckers? Where the fuck were you? He was building a giant weather machine, and right. we're the only ones that care? Right. Where the fuck were you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I don't know. So it, it was also interesting to watch it because, like, you know, like, the, the whole, like, Duke was supposed to die, but then they didn't because of Prime or whatever. And He's gone to a coma. <laughs> yeah, but, like, all that stuff is kind of said off camera. It's it's so badly dubbed. Yeah. Here, really. <laughs> He's gone into a coma. But you watch, <laughs> watch that, watch that scene on mute. No, right. he's fucking dead. Yep. He's fucking dead. Yep. <laughs> okay. And 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 what what I didn't like about it was that unlike Prime's death, which actually advanced the plot of right. the, of the Transformers movie, this was just random. Yeah. This was like, yeah, Duke's dead. And here's <laughs> and here are some new action figures that will be available in the spring. Oh God! I fucking hate the new, I, I hated the new GI Joe team, Jinx, and there was that quarterback guy. I don't. Know. <laughs> it was like uh, uh, Tunnel Rat, Jinx, uh, Rusty. <laughs> Rusty. I know. He had like a like a Bahama Mama shirt on. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm gonna go kill some terrorists wearing a Bahama Mama shirt. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty goofy. Pretty goofy. And there was like the guy with like the basketball jersey that had like a receding hairline afro, which is kind of a bold move. <laughs> How many guys pull off the receding hairline afro look? But I will say, if there was anything good about the movie, it's just it gave us probably one of the most awesome images ever put to screen, and that is Sergeant Slaughter fighting giant bugs. <laughs> right. Uh, you you just can't comprehend that. Right. Start slaughter punching a giant bug in the face. Yes. Yeah. That is America right there. That is America. Very much so. I, I, you know, like like every other kid my age anyway, like, you know, like Nemesis of Force is still a cool ass character to watch in action, regardless of any of like the plot holes that surround it. That's true. So, which brings us full circle to this GI Joe movie. I just, I just was watching. Uh, I, I ordered the GI Joe, the, the first movie, the live action movie, off Blu-ray on eBay for like six bucks. And uh, I was trying to watch the commentary to it last night. I fell asleep on it, but uh, yeah, that thing is kind of a piece of shit too. So I don't have much high hopes for this this next one. I'm going to see it because I'm a sucker for the for the whole culture, but. Uh, 
I don't have. You know what? I mean, they they did what they did what with what they could. They did the best they could do with with uh, what the material they were given. And I will admit, like I did love Zartan in the movie. He was probably the best character in that movie. I like the Baroness up until the end. You know, yeah, I know. and then like the connections they make with the Baroness and uh, the whole Joes, and it's just us. Uh, you know, not everything has to be like you know. Darth Vader doesn't have to be Luke's father in every rendition. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to make a connection between the two. I, I, I know. No, it's just it's just really stupid. Like, couldn't she just be like a random chick that they found off the streets exactly. or some shit? Exactly. I don't fuck, you know, it's not it's not important. It's like, but but they, like that's Hollywood for it. They'll just like oh you know it doesn't make sense. You know make that make that into make that into the final act and just erase the stakes and it's really just stupid. Exactly. And this this worked in this movie and this movie. It's just it's like music these days. Like, well, this record sounded like this and it sold 2.8 ringtones, so we're trying to get some ringtones out of you, buddy. Why don't you make a record that sounds like this? I will give them credit. It, it, was, it was nice of them to end on a cliffhanger. I don't think I've seen a movie that to end on a cliffhanger in a while That's now. That's true. And, and I was like, when's the next movie coming out? And... And I'm like, delayed? Fuck you! Yeah, there was some other stuff to that, too, wasn't there? I heard there was something else to that for the reasons other than the 3D bit. Oh, yeah, Channing Tatum, because Lord knows we want to see more of Channing Tatum. <laughs> Oscar award-winning Channing Tatum. I don't like Channing Tatum. I think he's a boring piece of shit. I mean, like, you know, I don't, I don't like... I don't, I don't, I don't like him or dislike him enough to have really an opinion. You know what I mean? Like, for him, for him to, to start... To, to put a monkey wrench into anything, it's like, man, I could walk past you in the mall and have no fucking clue who you are. Yeah, I know, but but still, like, you know, it's like, wow, you're delaying the movie just to shoot more scenes with this fucking guy? Come on. Right, man. right. Who cares? I'm a, like, I, you know, I wouldn't even have been able to tell you the guy's name had you not just said it. That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. And I, you know, and, and you know, I always listen, like, when I listen to podcasts, I'm, like, if I was listening to this podcast right now, I would be listening to myself saying... Well, who the fuck are you? So let me make it clear. Not to say that I'm anybody, but I'm not in a fucking Hollywood film. If I was in a Hollywood movie, I would fucking, I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You're not Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Xavier, man. I like that guy. He's a funny dude. I like him a lot. Funny dude, but still, I'm not. I'm not a fan of his opinions. We got into an argument in one episode about Transformers Prime and whether or not that show's good or not. Oh, you don't like it? I don't like it. I'm sorry. Now, what Transformers shows do you like? Uh, Beast Wars and Prime. Those are my two favorites. So, but you don't like Prime? I like Prime. I don't like animated. Oh, animated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't like animated either. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm like, like I don't know why we got into an argument of it. I'm like, dude, animated is shit. Okay, I'm sorry. It's it's not a good show. It is just reference. I hate what I hate the writing in it because I'm I'm trying to be an inspire. Uh, uh, I'm trying to be a writer here, and I hate when writers take the easy way out and use the wink wink nod nod syndrome. It's like, hey, remember this? This was in the in the Transformers movie. Laugh. Right. It, it's just. It, that's not storytelling. I'm sorry. That is not storytelling. I just, man, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. Like, Transformers is is a very, like, I was just talking to the guys on Good Morning Cybertron about this. That, that Transformers is a very, like, it's a very interesting, like, subgenre of, of nerdism. Because it, kind of like comic book nerds are, like, like quick to call out shitbags in the comic book industry. Do you know what I mean? 
it's like, no, nah, fuck that guy. He killed so-and-so, and you can't kill so-and-so. You can't do it. You know, whoever so-and-so may be. You know, Robin no. or whatever. Please. But, break. but you know what I mean? Like, comic book people are quick to call out their own faults. You know, like, when you talk to a comic book nerd about, like, you know, the Spider-Man thing, they'll be like, man, this is bullshit. This Dr. Octopus thing is bullshit. But, like, Transformers nerds have a hard time seeing fault in their stuff. Oh, God, yes. You know, like, it's a very interesting thing about that, like, that, that genre of nerdism. Like, they just, they can't call the spade a spade. They got to call a spade an ace. You know, they, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I, will, I will call... Uh, animated out on its bullshit because that's what right. it is. It's just bullshit. I'm sorry. You you can't you can't keep giving characters motivations and not having them pay off at the end. You can't have a character like Black Arachnia, whose motivation was like, oh, I want to be cured from this disease. She's been doing that for a couple episodes, and then turn around in the last episode, she appears and says, you know what? Fuck it. I want to create my own army. That's not good character development. You need to give her a reason why she would change her. Right. Her motivations like that. Yeah, uh, you know, just the, the presentation for animated has never done it for me. It just looks goofy as shit to me. Like, like, the, like even seeing the character lineup. I was at BotCon in 08, and, you know, animated was, like, becoming a big deal. At that time, they had, like, voice, uh, you know, character voice auditions and all this kind of stuff for it. And I'm, like, looking at it. You know, my buddy and I are there, and we're, like, looking at the pictures as they're coming up to promote this thing. We're just like, man, this shit just doesn't look cool. It just looks fucking goofy. Like, and I wish, and I wish the show could have been better. I wish the show proved me wrong, but honestly, it didn't. It just proved to me, like, you know, it's just, it's just made by a bunch of people who just think that adding in Transformers references in a show may automatically makes it good. No. Right. It just doesn't have the cool factor. Like, I feel like Prime has the cool factor. Like, when you see, like, you know, you see whatever, Soundwave and, and Starscream standing next to each other in Prime, like, just a, just, a, just a simple, like, still shot. Like, there's just something cool looking about it. You know, when you see... And, and, with, and, with, and with Prime, like, like I said, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Prime did something I don't think any of the other Transformers show has done. It actually made me give a shit about RC as a character. Because previously, I never cared about RC. I always thought that she was a character that was just there to, so they could have a, a girl character. character yeah. yeah, but but Prime did something amazing, and that is take, take RC, give her this amazing backstory, give her development, give her a reason to be on the Autobot team, and just make her probably one, one of my favorite characters of all time. She is my favorite character on that show. Really? That's cool. I think uh, Starscream is my favorite character on the show, uh, I think, but... but, but but what's cool about it is, like, it's, it just has a cool factor. Like, you can't engineer that shit in. That shit, it, it either has it or it doesn't. Oh, and, yeah, fucking Dreadwing. He comes in, he's a fucking badass character. I just, for a repaint, he's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, but you look at, like, the Seekers in uh, G1, you know, like the Thundercracker Skywarp and, and, and Starscream, and, like, just the animated look in the movie of them. It just has a certain coolness about it. Like, you know, the angle of the wings against their back. Like, it's, just, it's just things about it. Like, it's hard to put your finger on what it is, but it has it. It's it. It's that je ne sais quoi. It's that, you know, it's that, that certain something. 
I always liked I love I always liked the cone heads. I love their design. The the fact that they have the cones for, for yeah. the heads and the, just uh, it's, they're fucking awesome. I like them because they're just complete fuck ups that Megatron apparently thinks are are the best seekers ever, but they're complete fuck ups right. constantly. But like up. animated, like you know, Grimlock looks goofy. He looks like a goofy like dog, like dog monster. Like <laughs> I, I just uh, it just doesn't look cool. It just doesn't fucking look cool. It looks it looks more childish, and I mean we're talking about things that are aimed at children. I understand that, but it, it just looks you know fucking Transformers Prime is aimed at children, but it doesn't look childish. There's childish oh, aspects love, about love, it, but it doesn't okay, look they, childish. They, yeah, there there are childish aspects of it, but the designs they took for the characters are really interesting. Like Absolutely. Starscream, Absolutely. Starscream's long long fingernails yep. and, and the and the pointy pointy thing on his head. It's just really uh, really cool. Absolutely, and I do. I do like Megatron's design because he has the giant bulking monstrosity that, mm-hmm. that is Megatron and, and the bucket head. It's nice to see the bucket head come back. It's nice to see the arm cannon with the bucket head. Uh, <laughs> love Megatron in this show. Of Probably course. My favorite. Of course. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I mean, Frank Walker, I, you know, it's just, it, it's nice to see somebody head nods to G1, you know. I was kind of sad to hear that it's going to end. Yeah, I know. And, and that's the thing. I, that's the thing I love about Transformers Prime is like it doesn't need to shove in as much Transformers references like like animated to say please accept us. Right. It right. just does. It tells the story that it wants to tell, and, and if people don't like it, then fine. <laughs> you know? Right. Absolutely. I, was I mean, and I just, I just, I just get so mad at people just dissing Transformers Prime for no fucking reason. No fucking reason. Especially when there's plenty of other Transformers stuff to diss. (laughs) Why not diss this shit? (laughs) Yeah. Stop wasting your time with Prime. It's actually quality. Because there's all look at all this other shit you could diss with Transformers. No, I'm sorry. Transformers animated is not better than Prime. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Animated. Transformers Prime is to me is the is the you know the second best thing that that the, the franchise has ever seen. You know, after its inception. After it's you know G one inception, it's the it's the second best thing it's ever seen. Not a big fan of Beast Wars. Well, you know what? What I, I really got to give Beast Wars another shot. Like, it's hard to explain, but like you have to put it in my my time reference. Like, you know, I grew up with the original Transformers, so when I heard Transformers was coming back, and I turned on the TV, and Beast Wars is what I saw, I didn't give it a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this isn't fucking Transformers. Optimus Prime is not a Optimus Prime is not a monkey. He's a goddamn truck. I know. You know what I mean? But that's just that's just that's just my whatever. What, what year did Beast Wars come out? Uh, nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. So that's my fifteen year old self. And my fifteen. Oh yeah. Well, you, well, you're when you're fifteen, you're a fucking dumbass. Right. Anyway. Right. And let me tell you something. I had zero common sense. I don't have much more now, but I had absolutely zero at fifteen. And it was just you know I, when I turned it on, I was like, yeah, I'm not. This is stupid. <laughs> but but you know I really got to give it another shot because it's obviously stood the test of time. It has a very like dedicated core fan base, so um, I really got to give it another shot. I'm, I'm I'm very open to giving it another shot. Um, like you should pick up the DVDs then. I should I should the, the, the amount of times that I've watched these Michael Bay nightmares trying to convince myself that they're good. I should definitely give Beast Wars a <laughs> Oh no, just just stay away from the Bay stuff. I don't I don't I don't talk about the Bay stuff. That shit doesn't exist in my mind. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Dude, like it's like one of the most heartbreaking things in my life. Like like I remember seeing it 
with my wife and um and my wife is like not into this shit at all like she doesn't, <laughs> yeah, she, doesn't she doesn't get it she 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 knows a lot about it because she hears me talk about it but like you know my wife like gets Vanity Fair magazine and shit like that like that's my wife. I, I, can, I, I can imagine her thinking to herself what, what <laughs> right. so like but she knows enough about the characters where she's kind of got like a rough idea about it and like you know when we saw the original like the Michael the Transformers Michael Bay movie in the theater she like just she looked over at me and she just said like in the most sincere voice I've probably ever heard her say and I've been with her for 17 years we've been dating since I was 16 years old 15 years old she looked over at me and said I am so so sorry <laughs> 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 like she knew how much like you know it meant to me and knew like you know I've been looking forward to a live action Transformers since I, since 1984 you know and then I finally got one and uh, it should have just been called you know Robotic Mayhem or you know because it doesn't really have much to do with Transformers at all yeah I mean you watch you watch the trailers and all that stuff and it's like wow this actually looks decent yep. this actually looks really good and then, and then you saw the movie and then it's all a trick oh. <laughs> it's all a trick yeah, there's, I have like a very key, like like vivid memory of like the, you know, getting on message boards and stuff after it came out, and uh, there was an image of uh, Bumblebee with like his armor, face armor deployed, and uh, this guy was like, "You got to admit, this looks badass." And there was a guy that commented right underneath it, and he was like, "I do admit that that looks badass, but that's the problem. Bumblebee is not badass." <laughs> that is true. And like, yeah, like it's, it's it's one of the most like 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 groundbreaking like ways of looking at it for me. I was like, I was like, holy shit, that does describe how I feel about this. Like, it is cool, but it's not Transformers. It's something else. Like this, this, this. That's not Bumblebee. This is some other character that just happens to be yellow and black that they're calling Bumblebees. Yeah. It was like. A buddy of mine said it best. He was like, he was like, he was like, oh, I don't, I don't watch that movie, and it, that movie's not called Transformers in my house. It's called Robotic Mayhem, and I just watch it and enjoy it. And it has nothing to do with Cybertron. It has nothing to do with Autobots and Decepticons. It's just about these 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 robot aliens from another planet that come here and start fighting. <laughs> well, no, uh, that that even that's bull that's bullshit because you barely see the fucking robots in the movie. <laughs> that's so that's true too. <laughs> that's true too. I just I just don't like the general like I don't know I can go trust me I mean you'd have to have a whole other fucking podcast for me to go on and on about the shit that I don't like about. Oh, I've I've went on about the, about these movies in the past and I understand where it comes from. Yeah, it's just fucking horrifying. Like like I've went on and on about tangents about this show in Skype chats throughout the years and and I just said you know what. This is not Transformers. This is just something that Hollywood to shout out, and you know what? Fine, so it sells. My buddy and I, this uh, my my partner with DMH, like is is the guy Adam I was talking about. Like you know, we should have him on next time we do a uh, you know like that Monday. If you would have him on, we should have him on. He's got a really interesting point of view about all this stuff too. We went to Botcon and we're talking to these you know these Transformer nerds and like. It's 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 almost and I I use the term nerd lovingly. So if you're a transformer nerd at at home getting upset, don't get upset. I'm using it with love. I too am a nerd. Welcome to the club. But we're at these these conventions and we're talking. I mean, we're, we're coming close to fist fights with some of these people, arguing over over whether or not certain elements of transformers is quality or not quality. 
where because I just refuse to see any cold. It's, it's, it's like I, I was just watching. I, I got a perfect, perfect example. I was just watching another uh, another uh, podcast. Um, it's, a, it's a Transformers podcast. Um, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to like, trash the guy personally. But they were talking about third-party companies. It's like they have a third-party show. And they were talking about third-party companies. And this guy, um, they're starting to talk about, like, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the fans project, Menasaur. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen that. That looks actually looks good. gorgeous. And, like, while they're trying to talk about it, this guy's, like, being a complete asshole. And he's like, sorry, I just realized that Big Bad Toy Store has the Trypticon I mean, um, the uh, the Blitzwing and Springer uh, pre-orders up. So I'm just going to be ordering these while you guys talk. Is it, it, it? It's just a sign of a bigger problem within like the, the Transformer nerd community. Is like you can't even go two seconds to talk about something that's actually. No, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm talking about Hasbro's fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, no, I'll say it right now. Weird Wolf. Weird Wolf it looks like the best fucking toy I've seen in a while, and that's made by Fans Project. Yeah, yeah, that Fans Project, yeah, absolutely. It looks awesome. And I will buy that. I will fucking pay seventy dollars for for Weird Wolf when yeah. it comes out. I, I, I look more forward to that than I do anything else from Hasbro. Like I, I'm like, to be honest with you, like the third party shit has has actually re inspired my interest in Hasbro. You know, not vice versa. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That that's the thing because it, it I feel the same way because the third party shit is what makes me want to co- go back to collecting toys. Yep. I wish that I could go to more conventions and and find these things because I don't want to fucking pay one hundred dollars for one figure. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it sucks. The, the, the price does suck. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like that the phenomenon that is third party is like something worthy of sixty minutes. <laughs> like fuck. You know, fuck some blog on the internet. Like, I feel like it is worthy of a 60 minutes review. <laughs> like, a 60 minutes, like, like prime time, NBC or CBS, wherever the fuck broadcasted at 7 p.m. Sunday night with Barbara fucking Walters. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I just think, yeah. it's, I think it's that I, good I love, and that interesting. Yeah, yeah, I love the third party stuff, but I can't buy it because I know if I buy it, I'm going to get it. Because of, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, like I've actually, uh, I was buying third party stuff left and right, and and started uh, started hearing some some complaints about it at home, and uh, and so now I work overtime just to support my third party habit. Hmm. Like I work twenty four hours of overtime a month to buy third party figures. That's how fucking terrible it has gotten in my house <laughs> and my obsession with the third-party product. I know. I know I know what you mean. Like, it's like you want to spend money. I want to spend money on third-party figures, but I'm saying to myself, fuck, I need that, uh, I need that money to, to support my projects and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, then there's a party that's just like, I am not going to spend $80 on a toy. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but then I end up doing it, so. <laughs> I know. I know. I know the feeling. And and trust me, like, you know, the my, my job, my profession, that sort of behavior is really, 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 really not understood at all. <laughs> it's like you buy toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the fuck's wrong with you, Bobby? <laughs> right. Right. They'd be like, Okay, well, good, because for dinner we're gonna have chicken nuggets, so it'll all work out. <laughs> 
They all die from obesity, <laughs> but it'll be worth it. We'll have chicken nuggets, and you can get your toys, and maybe we can get some construction paper, and it'll just make this whole thing a fucking party. <laughs> well, bills piling up. Some people got to buy, a, you know, some people have a fucking, what, a 200-foot driveway. And they don't want to shovel the snow, so they buy a fucking $3,000 snowblower. You know, I just buy third-party figures, man. Everybody's got their thing, you know? I know. I mean, I'm a Hot Toys addict. And I, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> that's high-dollar that's high stuff right there, Jack. Yep. What do you got? Uh, you saved got? up the money. Uh, I have uh, Thor from the, from the Thor movie, fucking uh-huh. amazing figure. I have Batman from the Dark Knight movie, the first one, uh, the 2008 version, uh-huh. and I have the Terminator Salvation uh, exoskeleton. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've seen um, like on Instagram. I've seen like you know people like put up like extravagant dioramas and stuff on Instagram with their hot toys and shoot pictures of it like it's a uh, you know with with good lighting and the whole bit is pretty awesome. But I've seen like the the Dark Knight stuff and. Uh, the Terminator stuff, and that's a phenomenal toy line. That's high dollar. I know. I talked to the. I I, ha, I have a local hobby store here, and I'm good friends with a guy. And I'm like, I can't afford this shit, dude. You know it. I'm just here to look at the stuff. <laughs> Do they all retail at about the same price? Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. What's the what's like the retail price of a Hot Toys figure? Like right, you know, on the shelf. Uh, two hundred twenty bucks. I think. Yeah. Sheesh. It's, it's like, like, it's like, it's like a, 300, you know. You know, I like those, uh, what is it, Play Arts or whatever. The Oh, I love Play Arts. Yeah, Fucking love them. I love them so so much. I love them. I want that Garrus. I want that Yeah, I was, I was so much. just getting ready to talk about their Mass Effect figures. And, and I was like, and, and, and I, was looking at, I was looking at them and I was like, man, 60 bucks though for an action figure. I just don't know if I can do it. And then I see these fucking hot toys. And I'm like, God damn, maybe I should jump with this 60 bucks shit now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my dude, I've seen their Agent 47 in hand and it looks fucking amazing. Awesome. I wanted to buy it but it was like 45 bucks and I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I don't have the money. I, I wish I saved up." It's crazy, man. I I guess it's just a sign that you know it's, it's just that those generations of of kids that collected action figures that are now grown and still have that itch and but have adult money instead of kid money. Yeah, I love Play Arts. I, that that's my favorite toy company right now. Oh, they Play make Arts. good stuff. They make good stuff. There's no doubt. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying their stuff is perfect. I mean, there are there are they do have quality control issues, but you know, for for the price and all that stuff, for the detail, right. and the articulation, fucking fuck yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they make some high quality stuff. There's no doubt about it. I want that Garrus though. I, that's 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 like my holy grail right now. The Garrus and Tally. Yeah, the Tally's sick too. Yeah, I, I would like the whole Mass Effect line if I could. Just because, you know, the Mass Effect, you know, aside from the third one, is, 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 a, is a, you know, sick-ass game. And it'd be nice to have something on display for them, but your, your only options are really, you know, the $60 figures or the $8 figures. And, and like, <laughs> I want something, like, in the $15 figure range, a little better than the $8 one and a little less expensive than the $60 one. I wish they would make one of the 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 other cast members. I wish that they yeah. would make some of the multi- I wish they would make some of the multiplayer characters cuz those those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. That would definitely be cool. Oh, I want them to make a Vorcha so badly. <laughs> I love yeah. <the> Vorcha. <laughs> I would like to see uh, uh Thane. Oh, Thane, Thane's a pretty cool character. Yeah. 
Not my favorite, but a pretty cool character. I think just, just visually interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like to have on a shelf. Yeah. But they they we got Garrus and that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking cool. love Garrus. <laughs> I fucking love Garrus. So hopefully you know. You know, as long as you know, the thing is, as long as these things, these things are successful, they'll continue to do them. But it's it's that supply demand. Yeah, and, and and again, they're expensive because they're imports. They're not like exactly type thing. You know? Exactly, but guess what? My so is my fucking chair I'm sitting in is an import also. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> somehow Walmart's able to carry that for fucking twenty bucks or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I so wanted that Arkham City Catwoman. I went to, to, to the UK and I found that, but it was like 75 pounds. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I'm a big Catwoman fan. I'm, I'm, there's one Catwoman specifically I want for my collection that I don't have, and it eats me up every time I, I go downstairs and look at my stuff. It's uh, the Adam Hughes cover, the covers cover girls of the DCU or whatever that he did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I don't have I don't have the cat one. I have like the, I have the Harley Quinn. I have the the Poison Ivy. I have the, uh, the Black Canary. I have, but I really want that goddamn cat one. That thing is going for like three hundred, four hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah, it's probably way out way out of stock from. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, retailers. I think the Harley goes for more than that. <laughs> Not a big statue fan, to be honest. I just collect figures. I'm not a big statue guy. Yeah, I, I, I used to be the same way, but I started getting. I, I got like the, the the gym. I started getting the Jim Lee stuff because I'm like a huge Jim Lee fan. And then, uh, and then it just kind of one thing kind of led to another, and then the Kotobukiya stuff, and then before you knew it, I was a statue guy. No, I mean, I go to a lot of hobby shops, and they only have they all have statues, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's great and all, but do you have figures? Right. You know? <laughs> but actually, this this third party stuff is has been my reintroduction into figures because I haven't bought figures in forever. I buy well, that's not true. I buy the Star Wars three and three quarters. I don't buy. Why why do you why do you buy those? Those are worthless. I, I know. I can't. I don't know what it is, dude. I'm like in this abusive relationship with them. Like I can't stop. It's like. It, 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 I, I don't get like every one. I only get like characters I don't have, so I don't have like eighteen thousand Han Solos. You know what I mean? I, I have <laughs> I have one Han. Like Solo. that's that's the thing with Star Wars. Like I'm not too bummed out of missing out on the figure because they'll make they'll make one for fucking every line ever. Right, right, right. So like I, I don't know. It's just because I, I you know I've been collecting them since I was a kid. That like I just I just can't stop, dude. Like I can't. I I, I just, like. It's like I need help. It's like they just keep giving me shit, and I just keep taking it. And like they'll change, they'll change. They never do, and it's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, I know. I know how you feel. But those are like the only <laughs> figures that I, I bought. But but now that I get these third party figures, it's kind of it's kind of rejuvenated my interest in in the figure thing. Because I, I was just I was just going to do strictly statues for a while, like because. You know, like they, they you can present them nice, and it's just it it just looks. Like, when, when I have people over that know nothing about this shit, right, and they go into my basement and they see a statue, they look at it differently than when, than they look at, you know, a figure. You know, it just, it has a different presence. I know, but I just kinda, it's, it's, it has that molded pose that's exactly. going to be there forever. <laughs> I just kind of felt like, 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 maybe this is, like, the right step in my maturity level for collecting as I go from figures to statues. I wouldn't call I wouldn't I wouldn't but, call it mature. But it, 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 I'm telling you this is what I'm telling myself. This is what I was trying to sell myself on. But then this third party stuff came out and I was like, oh well fuck it. Back to figures. 
<laughs> as you should. Yeah. You shouldn't be collecting statues. Those are what it's... Yeah, I don't I, like. I, I'm, I was really choosy about my statues. It's like a different game. Like I feel like the collectors thing, like the the figures is like a collect them all. You know what I mean? And the statues is like you pick and choose. It's a very different. It's a very different like a, a mental approach to it. I know, but like it's pay, you're paying like some sixty bucks or seventy bucks for a statue. I don't see why that's uh, why that's so fun to be honest. Well, because I you know. What do I do with my figures? You know what I mean? Like, like my figures, I pretty much just put them in a pose and stick them on a shelf. So I'm doing the same thing. Like, I'm not, like, getting play sets out and having wars and battles with my figures. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty much just sticking them on a shelf for display purposes. So that was kind of my thought behind it is, like, you know, why not just skip that step and just... And then, like, you know, you put figures up, and then they fall over, and then you fucking you stand them back up for another 20 minutes. Just that, it's a pain in the dick. I know. But, you know, but this third-party stuff, it's got me, it's got me hooked, line of sinkers, so I've been buying figures again recently. What was the last thing you bought? Uh, let's see. Um, I bought a, uh, I'm not even sure this counts, I bought a, a G1 buzzsaw off eBay. It was like, uh, it was like, it was 10 bucks. Buy it now. It, just, it was missing its missiles, but I have like extra missiles in my basement, like from when I was a kid. So, and I, and I lost my buzzsaw. I don't know where the fuck it is. Like, I, you know, since I was a kid, I've moved like three or four times as an adult and shit's just gotten lost in the move. So. I was missing one, saw it for 10 bucks, snatched it up. Oh, well, there you go. The wing's a little loose on it, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that is what it is. Yeah. And let's see if I bought anything else. I've pre-ordered. I got a ton of stuff on pre-order at TF Source, um, including Masterpiece Soundwave. That was supposed to <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you know, I, I pre-ordered it January 3rd. They, they, it was released late January. They said I'd have it in February, and then they said they'd have it in mid-February, and then they said I'd have it in late February, and now they're saying I have it in late March, and, you know, we'll see. Just just cancel. It's not going to fucking... Yeah, I might. I might if, that, if that's going to be the case, just cancel. You know, you get you could spend your money on third-party stuff. You know? Yeah, or get the American version. That'll be, like, half the price. Nah, fuck that version. What's fuck wrong with it. that? What's wrong? Yellow eyes as opposed to the red one. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? To match the toy? Yep. Oh, uh, dumb dude. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it, so, you know, they're up on TFW 2005 and it has yellow eyes and it's really stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. It comes with all the cassettes, though. Yeah, but you know, you know what their hustle should have been was to, they should have thrown a fucking rat bat in there. You know what I'm saying? Hello? Yeah. They sh- yeah, they should have thrown a rat bat in the American set. I know, but Because if, still... they, if they'd have did that, then, you, like, you know, like, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If they'd have put a rat bat in the American set, I'd have had to buy both. Not even like that. I, if they just gave the damn thing, just made the damn thing cartoon accurate as opposed to toy accurate, then I would have been happy. But it's just yeah. yellow eyes, really? No, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is, like, I bought the Japanese version, right? I've pre-ordered it. I've paid for it. Like, I was committed to it. 
and I bought the tapes through the Japanese, through Takara. You know, I'm committed to them, and I'm good. But if they release them, I've already put money into their pockets. But if they release the if they release the American version that had all the tapes plus rap at, I'd have to buy that set also, and it would just been an extra hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would have been the hustle for them. But I guess you know they only like money if they can make it off a of repaint. Yeah, just like Rodimus, where it's like if you get if you get the Hasbro version, you get uh, his Target Master. So right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> <coughs> but other than that, man, I, um, that's that's been about the uh, at Buzzsaw, and uh, that's been it. That's been it. Yeah, I'm I'm running out of stuff to talk about, so I'll just call it call it a day. Copy here. that. Well, look, uh, I, I want to make sure I um I, I thank you again, and I'm looking forward to, to being on more of these. If you'd like, I can get my buddy on too, my partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, okay. More of the merrier. All right, I will tell him, and maybe we can set it up for Monday. Not this Monday, but the following Monday. And yeah, twelve thirty. Twelve thirty, and defending our uh, defending our missing heroes, man. That's, that's the only thing we're trying to kind of get the name out there. We appreciate you know any 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 and everything, man. Yeah, uh, just like thank Bobby again. And- uh, you know, thank him for being here. Really a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine, buddy. Yeah.